Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Do your aching knees keep you from performing your best? If you have knee pain but you want to stay active, in shape, and competitive, we're going to tell you here about the many ways you can manage osteoarthritis in your knee. My guest is Dr. Eric Mursky. He's a board-certified orthopedic surgeon and chair of the Department of Orthopedics at Summit Medical Group in Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mursky. Let's talk about the knee for a minute. What an amazing little joint that carries so much of our weight such distances in our lives, eventually it starts to break down a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and thank you for having me, Melanie. Um, the knee is um, it's a um, biomechanical and physiological marvel in terms of how it's um, put together and how it functions. Um, it, um, it helps us do many of the, um, the high-demand and sporting activities that we do, and it helps us stay healthy and active. Um, unfortunately, um, the knee is also a weak link in the body, um, and it does almost inevitably uh, start to wear down and start to deteriorate. Um, so, it, um, so many of us, especially as we get into our 40s, 50s, and 60s, um, uh, develop arthritic problems about the knee, really degenerative problems, and the knee is really the most common joint uh, for degenerative arthritis to develop. It's almost considered an inevitable part of the aging process. So how do we know just a pain in the knee from maybe chronic overuse versus it's starting to, you know, degenerate a little bit, develop a little bit of arthritis? Are there certain pains, red flags you can give us? You know, the, um, the issue of differentiating the, the quality or the type of pain is very, very difficult. Um, you know, our bodies tell us something hurts and sort of tell us to back off a little bit but don't um, provide a lot of information about the different types of pain. Arthritic pain, um, most people sort of have a, um, a conception of it that it's dull, it's insidious, it comes on slowly over time, and much of that is true. However, its character at times can be um, sharp, it can be severe, it can be sudden, um, it can be brought to the forefront from an injury people don't um, associate arthritis with injuries, but certainly it can be. It can be associated with repetitive trauma over time, with wear and tear, and it's really, um, it's become so prevalent in our society. People stay healthy and active, and when you look at participation, more and more of us participate in physically demanding and high-impact sports well into the sixth, seventh, and even eighth decades of life. So the knee um, takes sort of a repetitive pounding over time, um, and um, much of the pain and discomfort we develop is a result of that use over time. But there are no specific red flags for that. So we start to feel pain. We come and see you. What are some non-surgical treatments for knee pain? And I'm talking exercise, strengthening, braces, ice, you know, NSAIDs. Give us the whole line of treatments that you might try. Well, all of the above. Um, we usually start with exercise. Um, you know, the, the goal is to keep people healthy and active and to um, make comfortable. Um, you know, exercises are both home exercise programs, supervised programs, and physical therapy. 
in general for knees and people who are developing arthritic problems, as an exercise, we want to emphasize non-impact types of exercise. So the classic exercises that are good for knees are stationary biking. is really the prototypical one, um, but stationary biking is excellent. Um, people always ask, isn't a road bike good? Road bikes are just considered a little bit more um, recreational as opposed to stationary bikes are considered a little more exercise because of the impact. Um, elliptical trainers are excellent. Uh, swimming, of course, is um, always good for our joints. Um, any kind of Nordic track, um, rowing machine, even weights like presses, like curls, like extensions, they're all good. Um, we also try to differentiate what are called open close. I'm sorry, open chain versus closed chain exercises. Um, with the closed chain exercises being something like a stationary bike, where your feet are um, are in a pedal and never come out, as opposed to running which would be an open-chain exercise, and generally the closed-chain, non-impact types of exercises are um, ideal for people who are developing arthritis in the knee, especially during our active years and while we're still active. Um, you know, there, in terms of exercise, there's home exercises, there's supervised programs, there's physical therapy, and it's really whatever um, that individual will, um, will tolerate and will um, do. Um, you know, the more supervision, the more therapy, just um, more assistance, um, for those who are farther along in the um, disease process. So, Dr. Mursky, when, when would, would NSAIDs come into place? When would anti-inflammatories help in the situation? Well, anti-inflammatories are a supplement to an exercise program. Um, they, um, they help manage the pain. They have an analgesic effect, and they also have an anti-inflammatory effect. Um, and I advise people to take them before exercise or before therapy, um, and they're taken on an as-needed basis. So they're a um, very useful adjuvant to the um, physical therapy. Um, and what about people, ice versus heat? Uh, ice is much better for knees. Um, heat's a little more for muscles. Ice is a little more for joints, just in general. But ice is always good for knees. Um, I, I very, very rarely and only in um, very isolated circumstances recommend heat for knees. Um, ice for knees is very good. It's an uh, anti-inflammatory. It's a local anesthetic. Um, it's usually given after, or it's usually applied, rather, um, after exercise, and it's usually about 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. Um, and then and the you, you were going to mention braces, to brace or yep. not to brace. If if you're a man, say, in their 40s or 50s, and you like to play basketball on a Monday night, but your knees bother you, or you like to, you know, do any of these, even run marathons, who knows, but... Do you advise braces? Of course, we're going to exercise and strengthen those quadriceps, hamstrings, everything you've said. But what about braces? Do you like them? Well, there are. Um, I'm not a huge fan of braces. I think there is a role for them. Um, keep in mind, though, there are two types of braces. Uh, one are the neoprene sleeves and all the elastic supports that you see lots of uh, weekend warriors um, and lots of evening athletes wearing. Um, those uh, although they um, don't have a real physiologic function, they probably um, help keep the, um, the joint feeling warm. Um, might be a little more psychological than anything else. Um, there are the prescribed braces, um, especially for arthritis, and those are usually braces with hinges, um, straps that in some way transfer um, the weight-bearing axis. Those are a little bit cumbersome and are difficult uh, for sports. So um, I think a, a, a sleeve I recommend for a lot of people um, as just something to try as an adjuvant to other things, but as a primary um, modality, I, I don't find a lot of utility in braces. 
And what about some of the other treatments out there? People try glucosamine and chondroitin. And then I'd like to talk to you about steroid shots and cortisone shots. But first, you know, the, the alternative, the creams, the lotions, you know, Bengay, glucosamine. What do you think of those? Well, um, uh, glucosamine and chondroitin are over-the-counter cartilage supplements. Those are literally um, a harv- those are, um, uh, pills sold at uh, health food stores. They're not FDA-approved. There's no real science behind them. Our um, experience is all anecdotal, um, but there are lots and lots of anecdotal reports of people who take them um, and say they help. They're extremely popular worldwide. I do recommend them. Um, I usually have people take a combination glucosamine and chondroitin. I usually recommend they take them for about three months and then reevaluate. If they're helping, great, you can continue. If not, might as well stop them. They're probably not going to help. But there's no real... um, there's no real science behind them, and the FDA has not latched onto them. They're, um, it's almost like a vitamin supplement. Um, the um, the uh, steroid injection? Yeah. Um, yes. injection? Um, I think, uh, well, there's, stero- there's two types of injections that we commonly use in these. Um, steroids and what are called injectable lubricants or hyaluronic acid. The, um, the steroids are good for... a Acute pain, acute exacerbation, usually um, after an injury. Um, steroids tend to be somewhat short-lived or short-acting, um, but they're good for an arthritic flare. And people with, um, especially early osteoarthritis, often get flares. Um, An aspiration with a steroid injection is very, very useful for that um, situation. They're not steroids are not great for chronic uh, long-term management, but for acute exacerbations, I find them very helpful. Um, I find them very helpful after injuries, too. And then um, you the, mentioned hyaluronic acid. Yes. Those are um, literally injectable lubricants. They're harvested forms of the fluid that normally nourishes and bathes the joint cartilage. They are given either as um, one shot, a series of three, or a series of five. They can be repeated at six-month intervals, um, and they're very, very useful. They tend to become less effective over time, perhaps because the the arthritic process progresses, not because the medication loses its effectiveness, but I think they're very, very useful. They have minimal side effects. They are expensive. Um, the major side effects are literally local irritation, local reaction, but I find them very, very useful. Um, I usually recommend them after um, you know, therapy, after exercising, activity modification, and non-steroidal. So in the last just 20 seconds or so, Dr. Mursky, wrap up a good healthy knee and prevention and treatment for osteoarthritis in the knee. Well, I think a, um, a good healthy knee is one that allows you to, um, to do what you like to do, to live a healthy, active lifestyle with, um, without, without significant or really without, um, hopefully without any pain. Um, uh, it should be stable, durable, and functioning. Um, the keys, I think, are a healthy, balanced diet, uh, a healthy, active lifestyle, combining multiple different types of exercises, um, uh, a pro- uh, keeping weight under control, um, and healthy lifestyle factors um, with occasional um, treatments as needed, mostly non-steroidal exercise and activity modification. But a, um, a, a healthy knee, um, hopefully, should allow that individual to participate in demanding physically active sports um, uh, for as long as they wish to.
Thank you so much, Dr. Eric Mursky. You've been listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.